Hello, everybody. Happy Friday night, actually. It's 9.30 here on the Outer Banks. Welcome to my podcast, number 106, with a glass of water tonight because, well, coffee time is long past. However, wherever you are, whenever you are, whoever you are, however you are, if it's morning time, if you're listening to this, have a cup of coffee. Here's to you. Mm, tasty. Um, it's summertime. It's been getting hot and muggy and thick. And we're in that middle part of July that I talked about last time. And uh, I don't know about you, but the last couple of days have been really weird. And I sometimes wonder because I've been talking to a lot of people and everybody's like talking about having really weird days and like being like angry about stuff. And sometimes I wonder if it's like localized right? Based on heat, traffic, people, vacation, you know, here at least, or if it's like regional or if like, you know, we are all connected psychically and that there are certain patterns and, you know, you look at astrology and all of that kind of stuff and you just wonder what's the connective tissue there? Is there some commonality? Are we feeling it? One would pause it. Yes, we are on multiple levels. <laughs> um, it is Friday, as I mentioned, and Music. Last weekend, we had a great show. I mentioned this on Tuesday. We raised $12,000 for our brother, Andy Waldeck, which was awesome. Uh, Steve and I have been in touch this week about the band Everything's new record that we're working on. Uh, we will meet on Sunday to talk about uh, what's next, how we're going to do it. Uh, we'll be doing some stuff at distance, so we're going to be working virtually. We'll be doing some stuff in person, in real life, because that's really important. And uh, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, there are some very cool pieces coming together. And I'm excited to explore because I think fundamentally it is unbelievably fascinating to make something from nothing. And that is like at the core of everything, right? We make something from nothing. And when you're on the artist's path, you have an idea and then you try to make it happen. And it's always weird getting from point A to point B which is a really good segue into my topic. And the topic is around the imposter syndrome and vulnerability and the fear of the fall. And I have spoken about the idea of what is vulnerable enough in the past, right? There's all this push for vulnerability in the workplace and stuff like that. And it's like, well, what is vulnerable enough? And the idea of the imposter syndrome which is, it comes up over and over and over again, right? Everybody has the imposter syndrome. And there's stories of executives, just the fear of being found out, that everybody has the imposter syndrome. Am I able to do this? And I still have this. I sit down with the guitar and I'm like, oh man, or is it going to happen this time? Can I do this? And the fact that everybody has that, and that's related to like, you know, negativity and the judge and all of that stuff and that voices inside of you, those little demon voices. And it's interesting because I was listening to a podcast about a soccer player named Jordan Henderson. Uh, I am a Liverpool football cl club fan. And so I watched the English Premier League and I just love that team, love that city. And it's been fun to watch the trajectory of that team. And also just to get to know that city, get to know the culture, touch the world through soccer, um, and I also track 
global culture and global politics through sport. So a lot of times when I watch sport, I'm also watching the drama around it, the human nature of it, how it touches society and all of that. And it's really incredible because it's very, very, very human, right? The the games that happen even before the game happens. So Jordan Henderson is a 33-year-old uh, English player who is the captain of Liverpool Football Club. He's won all the major trophies. Uh, and at 33, he's like looking at sort of the beginning of the end of his career. And uh, another Liverpool legend has recently been hired by the Saudi Pro League. And so the uh, Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund has been quietly investing in lots of golf and lots of soccer and all of that. And what they've been doing is they've been offering legends obscene amounts of money to come play in Saudi Arabia. So they got Steven Gerrard, a uh, Liverpool legend, who's now a manager, to come over and manage a team. And uh, they were talking about Jordan Henderson getting an offer to play in the Saudi league. And so Jordan Henderson probably makes 150, 175,000 pounds per week right now. Say 175. I don't know the exact number. And apparently the Saudi league is offering him like 700,000 pounds per week. So that's like like a million dollars a week. Which is like, you know, he's getting like getting off like four times the amount of money and it's crazy. And they're just going out and doing that. And they're just sort of talking about the debate around it, if he's going to stay or if he's going to go, like generational wealth and all of that. And one of the things that uh, there was a podcast I was listening to with, I think one of the guys from the Daily Mail who was talking about how much time he has spent with athletes at the highest level. And part of it was that Jordan Henderson has always had uh, a side to him where he's kind of felt a little insecure about his role as Liverpool captain because he maybe he didn't feel like a legend. He's always trying to prove himself. And this uh, writer, I think it was Dominic King, I think, was talking about how all of the athletes he's ever spent time with have all had a certain level of vulnerability about them because they just know how easy it is to fall off where they are. That's the drop, right? I'm at this level and I'm worried that I'm not going to stay at this level. I'm worried that I'm going to drop off. I'm worried that something's going to happen. I'm worried that I'm going to forget what I'm going to do, be able to do. And I heard that and I was like, unbelievable, right? You get this world-class athlete who has a, a like an insecurity complex on some level, right? And world-class, like, oh my gosh, this could all end. You know, where am I at in my age? Where am I at? What could happen? And it's interesting because I had a brush with fame through my hit song and my band. And I remembered always just being like, oh my God, this, oh, we got to work harder. Got to make it happen. And I, I was obsessed all the time to try to figure out how to make it how to like be famous, how to like, you know, and fame was like more of like a loose term for like just having it all happen the right way. Like just make it big. Right. And even I worried about that, that the music would leave me. Oh, I know I'll forget how to write a song. Oh my God. That was the last song I'll ever be able to write. They, another one won't come. And I remembered when my career kind of ended as I knew it. And that feeling I was, Oh my God, my star is not rising and it's falling now. And it's interesting because in the business, people can smell that when it's happening and it's a weird feeling and it's hard to navigate if you just don't know what's going on. 
And I think I mentioned this before, but George Clinton from P-Funk talked about this in an article about the music industry. He was like, you know, when you go for it, you think that if you go for it and you don't make it, if you miss, then you can keep rising because at least you're getting incrementally better. And he's like, and actually in our business, if you miss, it's like catastrophic failure and it's over. And, you know, that's not so much the same anymore because you can actually build an incremental career now, but that wasn't, you know, when you're swinging for the fences, that wasn't the thing. And so, you know, back to the whole Jordan Henderson thing and just sort of my experience, it's like, oh yeah, that vulnerability of like, oh my gosh, the fear of failure, but the fear of the fall, like you're on top, but you're, you're about to not be on top. Like the wolves are always after you and there's always that vulnerability. And it's interesting because I have hung around with some people who are famous and they're crushing it. And I know people who work with a bunch of people like that. And I've heard story after story after story of people who they're a hot mess because they're afraid of the fall. They're afraid of it not happening correctly. They're perfectionists. And it's like, oh my gosh, every little thing that isn't happening the way they want it is a threat. Cause that's like the beginning of the end. If you have any, if you let any crack happen. And I was like that. If you let any little weak crack around you, like, it's over. So don't, don't let it happen. And it's, it's incredibly unhealthy. And it's interesting because there's a fine line of greatness there, right? When you're going for the, you're walking the razor's edge of greatness and carry and walking as you're walking on that razor's edge and you're trying to make great work. And you know that the accolades come with that great work. And that's, Another razor's edge, like chasing the accolades versus chasing the work. But the razor's edge of the great work and knowing that there's a fall and that vulnerability and to hear just a story of this athlete who's, you know, making a choice of like, do I take generational wealth or do I battle for my place in the Liverpool football squad? And that there's that vulnerability and that the greats carry that. They carry that fear. And it's interesting. So here's another little uh, tidbit about another great. So uh, Pablo Casals is a cello player who was one of the greatest cello players of the last century. Um, Catalonian and incredible. He wrote a great book. He, it's a beautiful autobiography. I, I so encourage you to read this book because it's his life during the Spanish Revolution and World War II and being a prodigy as a kid. And he talked about, you know, he came up and was identified as being a badass when he was like 12, 13. And by the time he was like 15, he was like totally crushing it. And so when he was at 2021, he was playing with world great symphonies. And he talked about um, climbing, I think it was Mount Tamalpais in San Francisco at some point in the ooh, 20s, maybe. I don't know, 20s, 30s. He was in America. And I guess he had fell and he, he messed his hand up pretty bad. And they didn't know if he was going to be able to play cello like he injured his hand like, and people were like holy crap this budding master at age 20 whatever like wrecked his hand and he said in his book he was like you know there was some relief he had that his hand that he might not have to play cello again because of the pressure that came with it and that's the fall right like like that vulnerability and then when it comes you're like oh whew. and then of course his hand healed and he went on to become an absolute legend for multiple reasons and so that vulnerability, what is vulnerable enough? What's it like walking the razor's edge, trying to do the best work, 
knowing that it could all just go away or not, right? Because we're making something out of nothing. And having the faith to carry on, to keep trying. Because I realized once my star did fall, and I went through that process of coming back down to earth and taking time to self-destruct and put myself back together to realize like, oh, that was all just an illusion of my ego. And the music never goes away. There's always great ideas if you just listen. And there's always greatness if you just allow it to be. And it's so interesting when you're trying to make great work and there's accolades involved. And you've dedicated all of yourself to it. And they're absolutely, not only are there not guarantees, there's only guarantees that the aperture is so small, the chance for success is hardly. Except for you thinking there's no other choice except that success. And then the narrowness of the definitions around that is also a razor's edge. So here's to vulnerability. And here's to navigating through the imposter syndrome. That haunting, ever-pervasive characteristic that we all carry. Invulnerability, being chased by the saboteurs across that razor's edge. Be good to yourself. Be vulnerable enough. Have a beautiful night, day, morning, whatever, wherever, however, whoever you are. <laughs>